Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Layover Live. I'm Jason Swick, VP of Strategy and Insights, joined again today by my friends, Star Galani. Star, welcome. Hello. Good to see you again. And Chris Gonzalez. Yeah. Back for more. Not talking paid media this time, but we are talking digital marketing trends. And I think this is a good thing to go over. I, You know, when I think about podcasts I watch or things I listen to, I always love to hear about the trends and what's happening. It tells me if I'm moving in the right direction or is there things that are outside my pur- purview that I should be thinking about. So I'm really, really happy we're going to talk about these things today. It's kind of four areas we're going to talk about and go over, which I think are important. Some you probably know about, some you're maybe not thinking about all that, all that much. But let's start with number one, which is influencer marketing. So Chris, let me kick it over to you. Let's talk about the importance of influencer marketing. We've all heard about it, but it is a trend that we're starting to see happen in the space a lot more. So let's get into influencer marketing a little bit as the latest trend. Yeah, I mean, you you see in many areas, influencer marketing, selling out venues, right? Uh, Selling out products online. Uh, The importance of these influencers is they know your market. They have a huge following base. Uh, uh, people that love what they do, what they eat, what they wear, um, events they go to, and why not piggyback off that? Um, so go through, you know, start with your social media, um, start searching, you know, some of the best hashtags in your area, uh, look for those influencers and start messaging them, start partnering with them uh, to see what you can, you know, use to drive actions on your website. Uh, you know, so... With that influencer marketing, uh, tie in, you know, using CrowdRiff. Uh, start sending out, you know, requests to use some of that content, uh, you know, without directly using influencers themselves. You can go and get some of that content uh, already, you know, through one of our platforms. So, yeah, I, I'd say, you know, um, my, my, my wife will tell me that I buy too many things based on influencers. <laughs> I think that's the problem, right? I think, but you find those things, those people, and they're like, "Wait, what? There's a new, there's a new band coming off of the Apple Watch. Like, what?" And then you start to, you know, get these tech followings, and it is true. It's like if you think about how you do those things in your personal life and how influ. I mean, that's why they're called influencers, right? And really think about what they're doing. We often think about those things again with like product related things, but certainly for destinations and travel, they're a huge resource for that thing. And trying to find what they're talking about. You can piggyback off the same type of content and really get good ideas on that and side. And I think um, Chris was talking about this yeah. earlier, too, about how, like, vlogging style has increased so much now. Like, you know, it's really casual, and that's when they really talk about some of these products and things that they're using because yeah. they don't want it to be like, oh, here is the new cleanser. Like, no one buys that because they know it's an ad right away yes. versus just, like, them washing their face while they tell us about their day, and we're like, oh, that's a cool face wash. And then mm-hmm. people, like, investigate mm-hmm. what that face wash is. So I think um, a lot of DMOs can take that approach on getting influencers to do what they want but not making it so obvious it feels more like a peer review exactly it feels more like someone you can trust someone relatable someone that you could trust versus you know a company paying for something Mm -hmm. right so so true and the best is when you don't notice it Mm -hmm. you just it's there and it kind of influences you indirectly right and those influencers are delivering that content to you in our next trend which we're seeing more which we've heard a lot about lately, and that's short form videos. So thoughts on that for like a trend, right? Well, I know Should we've be just been, right? yeah. And I know a lot of the DMOs are already creating this type of content. Mm-hmm. We talked about it in our last podcast too, that it's important if we're not doing it, we should be doing it, and then we can continue to amplify it. Uh, but something to think about is how you can take those short form videos and also integrate them into your websites. So Visit Las Vegas is a great example on how they created these widgets that really look like a TikTok flow. Um, you can do that with Instagram Reels or whatever other platform 
platform you'd want to publicize, but this creates that connection between social as well as your website, helps conversions and helps get that um, user to identify with your site and take actions there. So that's definitely an important way to take your short form content and then get people to do what you want. Uh, Vegas, great example with the, the new site and how they incorporated that as part of that. I think it's a, it's a wonderful use of short form video. Anything else to add there, Chris, on that side? Yeah, I mean, I liked the way the the URLs for each one of those links uh, had specific things they were tied to, right? So that user user content that they had on Vegas had URLs and destinations for people to go to that tied with that content. That. So you were then able to follow through with that action, you know, something that you liked that you saw, you click on it, and then it goes right to that concert maybe that yeah. you know that next concert date the most recent one that i saw was about their new buffet at one of their casinos and like i am not a vegas person but i was like i have to go to this buffet and yep. so they sucked me in oh it's uh, they'll, they'll get you right and that's that and then, but it tells you it works and it's so <laughs> important right because the driving those audiences great way to get incremental growth and really again find that content that i think really resonates with your target audience Influencers are a great way. Leveraging that short-form video is great. So those are two trends right out of the gate that we're seeing. Keeping all that in mind, the importance of first-party data, as we've talked about as of late, you know, the sunsetting of cookies, which we've all been talking about, woo, for a long time, and all these things that are happening. All of that centers around data privacy, right? Something that we we hear, we read an article, we don't probably think too much about on a day-to-day basis, but certainly that's going to grow. Data privacy is going to be something that's going to be first and foremost and center as we start to talk about digital marketing in the future. So Star, you know, what are your thoughts on that trend and what you're seeing there? Well, what I've been seeing is um, Google's been actually putting out a lot of articles on data privacy and how they're hoping to be part of this like huge culture shift going forward, uh, but also giving users the relevant content they still need. Mm-hmm. And they plan on doing that with the right partnerships and also you know, uh, enlisting sort of these loyalty programs. So think outside of someone just signing up for your e-newsletter and learning about an event or a restaurant, which is mm-hmm. still great, but taking those users and converting them into like true insiders, having events that are just for them, giving them access to coupons and referrals that you normally wouldn't. I think um, we're trying to take that step in order to give them what they want, but also taking a more privacy approach on, you know, thanking them for sharing all their data with us. Yeah, I just got hit with loyalty. Uh, I bought a piece of furniture from World Market and immediately as loyalty, you know, they provided me some credits back, right? So totally works. So play off, you know, things like e-com. Do some tricks and tips, you know, that you guys can learn uh, across the DMO space to really drive people to engage with your platforms, engage with your website and start taking a more trusted approach to it. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Data privacy is such an important thing. I mean, you've seen what Apple's done over the last few years with that, Google, to your point, and everything that's happening in that space. Listen, advertising is not going away. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this isn't like it's going to end all advertising. There's no way that's going to happen. They're just going to be able to do it in a more privacy-centric way, and these companies are coming up with good ways of doing that. So keep an eye on that. Your point about e-commerce world, it is a good place to keep an eye on, on the moving needle. Things usually happen there first because direct dollars rather are tied to that mm-hmm. outcome, right? So keep an eye out to those type of things. Reading articles that have to, you know, an ad week or things of that nature that have to do with what's happening on the e-commerce space, you can bet it's going to filter down to you at some point in time. So keeping an eye to that is certainly important. Um, all that, in which you guys kind of all touched on in, in your responses there, was the last trend that we're seeing. Not a new trend, certainly one that was happening well before the pandemic, but I think is becoming first and foremost um, at, at the front of these trends because of data privacy, because of 
first party uh, cookies and all the other stuff that's happening. And that's the need for personalization and getting better about it. not just talking about it, but what does personalization really mean? It's a trend that's certainly evolving. And Chris, I'm going to kick it over to you. What are your, what are your thoughts on on this trend of personalization and where it's you know where it's at, where it's going? Yeah, um, I pulled a, a couple stats uh, on user user statistics, right? On what we all do uh, before we purchase or consider something or go somewhere, travel somewhere, right? It's the stat that I looked at was 70% of us prefer a personalized experience, right? So remember that 70% of your user base prefers that personalized experience. One of the things that you can do with that personalized experience is, is uh, you know, that we all get is retargeting campaigns, right? Mm-hmm. Personalizing where someone might have been. Uh, I call them add to cart uh, campaigns, right, in e-com. Well, you can do the same thing in the DMO space and sort of personalize that. When someone goes to your meetings and venues, uh, you know, place on your website, you can then retarget them down the funnel with more intentful actions to book a convention or a meeting space, a sporting event, a wedding, uh, tickets, hotels, restaurants, and move them along, move them down the funnel um, to drive actions. In marketing, we call that awareness, consideration, and conversion, right? So a lot of the DMO space is in the awareness category, but with some of that retargeting and personalizing that experience, you're now driving the consideration stage, which is working people down that funnel. And even more so, you can even drive further, uh, especially with meetings and conventions, um, is that if you guys are collecting lead info, names, emails, phone numbers for RFPs, now you're getting conversions, right? So awareness, consideration, and then conversion, actually collecting names, right? That you can possibly get your sales teams to call and book a future meeting, a convention, and uh, even more so, that has a, a lifetime value connected to it, right? Mm-hmm. If those same people book year after year, um, you know, now you're adding dollars to that. So by personalizing the experience, uh, you can drive actions, sequence some of your marketing yeah. campaigns like you brought up a minute ago, mm-hmm. you know, some sequencing to really move them along um, with that personalized experience. So I think that's really, really impactful. We see that in a lot of different areas, especially e-com. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and we, you know, when we often talk about destination marketing, at least as it sits from a, from a DMO standpoint, we don't think about a funnel really, but it, it really still is. It's just, it's a funnel within a funnel, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, it, it, certainly DMOs sit at the top of the funnel for the most part, but there are desired actions and things you want someone to do. There are, There is a, a sequence that you want them you know, to do from awareness, getting them into the website. How do I get them deeper into the website, get them into outdoor activities, and get them in from outdoor specifically into fishing, and then how do I get them into fishing and pushing them into my partners and, 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 and showcasing some of them, and then how do I get them to click off my partner and go over? That's a funnel. Mm-hmm. You're, you're getting somebody to, that doesn't know about you to then know about you to get them to complete some desired action and then hand them off to a partner. You have to start thinking about your retargeting and your systems in that way. How do I move somebody from A to B to C to D? And I often don't see that happening. I often see retargeting as, hey, someone comes on the site, cool, let's cook him and then send him a message again. And the message is often the same thing they probably already saw Mm -hmm. or the same you know, kind of high level generic where that person's probably already past the A stage and the B stage. It's probably somewhere towards C and D. So what's the what's the right next step and really mapping that stuff out as you're thinking about these things, I think is important. So I'm really glad that you mentioned that on the, on the 
on the personalization side and the need for retargeting. Retargeting is a whole nother strategy in and of itself. It is a trend that's here to stay. But as we're starting to be more intentional and marketing dollars from DMOs are under more scrutiny than they've ever been before, we have to really think about what do I want someone to do? What is the logical first step and second? Now, nothing in the world happens linear that way, but you got to kind of think about what the logical next step is. And it really helps you to map out not only your campaign, but the creative that's needed and the messaging for each of those stages. So start, you know, following up to that, what are, what are your thoughts on personalization? I think an easy win that uh, most DMOs want to do or probably are doing is utilizing email marketing for personalization. Mm-hmm. It's quick, it's easy, it's very simple, especially with Acton. Um, like to Chris's point, trying to get their email and then being able to serve them like content. So if they're only interested in restaurants, giving them that content, um, especially for meetings. I think these um, event planners really like knowing what are the new things that are going on, new oh, venue yeah. spaces, how I can do a team building activity personalizing that content for like oh hey star uh, saw that you wanted to have a meeting here in 2020 sorry we couldn't make that happen but here's something we can do for you in 2024 with these incentives and here's some cool new event spots that you can look at as well um, I think utilizing act on is like a quick quick easy win and um, lets us not only Great take point. personalization but also combine retargeting and remarketing with that too yeah really really good stuff there so guys so I think those are some great trends folks to go over, right? And again, nothing, no wow factor with that stuff, all things that we're thinking about. But, you know, what what may have been something that we were, you know, thought about doing before, maybe now more top of mind now, or the timing's right for those things. So again, I don't think anything that we presented here is something that, well, I haven't heard that type of marketing before. But these are trends that we're starting to see more and more of because we're seeing engagement go, we're seeing results for those things. Influencer marketing, short form video, keeping data privacy in mind at the same time providing that personalized experience thinking about how i sequence somebody through to a desired action is important so great great info guys thank you so much for coming on and sharing that and 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 tuning in and helping us out with that and thanks for tuning in each and every week we're available on spotify and itunes through audio podcasts if you like to consume us that way so thanks for tuning in everyone we'll see you next time have a great day